2: See something Halloween. 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 Live and local it's on hour Halloween. Halloween. No trick or for us. Welcome to the show, Matt Sambolino. Welcome, Arthur.
3: Happy Halloween. You
2: got some good uh, you got some good Halloween music teed up for us?
3: Yeah, I'll see what I can pull out from my sleeve.
2: Alright, alright. And we have Joni Pelzi here.
4: Absolutely love Halloween, so can but I, I get scared.
2: Can I be mean for a second? You go. you try, it's gonna be mean. You're gonna get mad at me. What? But you know I love. I
4: love you too. But what? What do you mean about? For
2: Halloween, <laughs> you're gonna what? get so mad at me. What? Have you ever? <laughs> you're gonna kill me. I am. Gonna kill <laughs> you just you. know that I love you. You're I have, gonna
4: have to make up for this for the rest of the year. I,
2: I have. <laughs> Have you ever dressed up as Ruth Buzzy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right, all I think right. I look like Ruth that's, Bader. That's Ginsburg.
2: A long, That's along the same lines. Should
4: worn her to the office today.
2: Um, I've been but working. I know
4: you'd call me Ruth Buzzy. I've been
2: working my tail off all adorable. day, and we're going to do substance. We're going to have um, Councilman uh, Justin Brannon on, and we got Your some uh, heavy issues to talk to him about. Um, it's t- Tuesday. We're going to have a quick uh, hello at Times Square Tuesday. And then we're going to have uh, a new tenant at Times Square. We're going to have Professor Charles Priolo. He, um, Toro University opened up a graduate school of business right in the heart of Times Square. So we're going to talk to them and what it's like having a school in the heart of Times Square and what the school's all about. Um, I do want to wish a very happy birthday to a couple of people, namely Dan Rather. He's 92 years old. Deirdre Hall. Do you know who that is, there, Samolino?
3: You know, I do not. I, I have to admit, I, she's from.
2: She's yes, yeah, she is from um, Days, of lives, Days of Our Lives. Right, seventy six. I believe me, I watched her so much in high school, or oh. you know, not even middle school. What's her name
4: know, on the show? Marlena. Marlena. Oh, God. I think she's I think Mar- still on, aren't
2: they? Still yeah, on? I think that may, may be one of the only ones that's yeah, Exactly. On. There's
3: yeah. only like two on now. Right.
2: right. And uh, But I think I, that, that was Marlena. She had like a twin sister, and I was all into Bow and Hope and that whole uh, Days oh, of Our still Lives. Life. Um, Jane Pauley is 73. Um, let's see. Larry Mullen Jr. of U2 is 62.
4: He was my favorite. He was. I love him.
2: You yeah. love the drummer of U2? Yes. Why don't you go to Vegas to see them? They're doing a residency there. At the Sphere. A great idea. At the Sphere, yeah. It'll be on us. That is a great idea. The Idol of Power will send Joni away. You think you'll miss her? Or no? <laughs> That's an excuse Sam to say will be bummed out. Um, Ed Rock yeah. of the Beastie Boys, 57 years old, to be followed by Vanilla Ice Ice Baby, no, who's no, 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 56 years no, no, old. No, 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 no. Um, you know, let's talk about Halloween for a second and. Having your your birthday on on Halloween, you think it's a pro or a con, Joni Pelzer?
4: Well, well, it's kind of a pro because you get candy and you get to be with everybody you love and get to dress up. I think it's kind of fun, but it's kind of you know it's it's also some other day. It's not your own. Yeah,
2: see day. my my. Right. I'm too much of a Sanbelino you with me? I, like- I
3: agree the holiday definitely overshadows your your birthday and you know I'm, I'm 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 doubly in trouble because my wife and daughter both have Cinco de Mayo as their birthday.
2: Yeah, so, but you know what
3: Cinco de Mayo is not
2: exact Oh, that's pretty cool by the way. Yeah, um giving birth on your birthday I mean there's no yeah. better gift that you could get than that. Um but Cinco de Mayo is like you know, it's a relatively new holiday. It's not a um <laughs> it's not, not Halloween, a, but it's still, you can still have fun. Yeah, I have no problem telling you, not a big Halloween guy. Um, you are uh,
4: wearing an orange tie today, though. I'm in. Well,
2: there's a reason for that. I was lucky enough today. Um, Professor Dante Apuzzo at St. John's School of Law in Queens uh, invited me to class to speak to his students, and Samuel and I was I was supposed to be there for one hour from nine to ten. <clears throat> After we did the questions and follow-up questions and third follow-up questions, I left at 11. <laughs>
3: um,
2: it was it was a small class. It was a like,
3: typical know. Arthur visit, you know. You, yeah, 15, 18
2: in. people. They were... They were all, but it was nice because it was small. I was really able to get See, into it. Yeah, I would have her. gone
4: in there and done live social media. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know if that's allowed, <laughs> you but you're it. right. No, I would. That's listen. Well, one of the things we spoke about actually was cameras in the courtroom, um, and Which I know you're against. Right, me. when I was on Megyn Kelly yesterday, and, and she was talking about it, there were going to be cameras in the courtroom in the big case in Idaho where the young man is charged with killing the four women, um, and there's going to be cameras in the courtroom. And I said, Megan, you know, I this is what I do. And I said, if there was someone performing open heart surgery on you, uh, would you want your surgeon to have the cameras of the learning channel TLC you know, over his shoulder uh, performing your open heart surgery? Or would you want them to be laser-, laser focused on what, you know, what he was doing? Because it is um, somewhat difficult to just kind of zone out that camera in the courtroom knowing that what you do and any mistake you make is going to be, you know, looked at and it's, look, it could be, it could make or break your career. Uh, and so that's why I'm against cameras in the courtroom. Um, what I am for is, um, you know, good, solid coverage of real journalists like Adam Reese from NBC. You know, when we ca- when we did the Harvey Weinstein trial, you know, he really, he got it right. He played it down the middle. He didn't lean left. He didn't leave right. And he really got it right. But I spoke to these students today about cameras in the courtroom. I told them a, a couple of Justice Scalia stories, you know, about why aren't there cameras in the Supreme Court of the United States? And he said, well, first of all, you don't need cameras in there. They, you can listen to the arguments and there's not really a lot of theater going on. Um, and what he said, what Justice Scalia said was, if... You put cameras in the courtroom. Now it's they, they, they're going to play twenty seconds of a you know f- half hour to forty minute argument. They're going to play twenty seconds, and the twenty seconds that some producer who probably never went to law school um, is going to decide that's the important part, and that's what's going to be the story. Scalia said, "If you want cameras in the courtroom, anybody who wants to, in in the Supreme Courthouse, anybody who wants to watch the arguments." He would mandate that they have to watch the entire argument, not just some snippet that was on, you know, for 20 to 30 seconds on the evening news. We spoke about that. We spoke about uh, defendants testifying. And how to make that decision. I spoke about the Crane case and how that was the hardest decision about whether or not um, my client should testify. Ultimately, he did not testify, and he was still acquitted. Thank God. And I tried my first big civil case in, in federal court. It was amazing to me because in civil court, the plaintiff can call the defendant as a witness. You want to talk about making a horse's butt out of yourself? Um, I didn't know that. So... When the plaintiff, Gloria Allred's law firm, hands over their witness list, n- number one on the witness list is defendant Lawrence Taylor. I'm like, you can't call the defendant. What are you, nuts? I mean, I was totally wrong, um, in, a, in a plaintiff's case, you can call the defendant. Um, so uh, we really... I really enjoyed myself. I want to thank uh, Professor Apuzzo. St. John's University, by the way, looks absolutely beautiful. The law school is absolutely beautiful. The roster of graduates from St. John's Law School is quite, quite impressive. Their Alumni Association is robust and, um, you know, I look at it as part of of giving back. I mean, there was nothing in it for me except I don't get any CLE credits, continuing legal education credits. Obviously, I don't get paid. But speaking to people who were born in 1998, um, about lawyering and going forward as a lawyer, I think is, it was valuable to me. And obviously it was valuable to them because they, they all stuck around for a long time. I I mean, each student like basically came individually and, and spoke with me, um, after the class was over to the tune of like, you know, another half an hour after I went two hours, but it was great. And, um, if any of you have the opportunity to give back To the people in your profession when you become a tired old man like I am um, you should go for it Um, it's it's rewarding it's fulfilling we're going to talk to Justin Brannon, just to give you a little context he is running against Ari Kagan who's also an incumbent but they redrew the districts so you have two incumbents running against each other which is rarely happens I mean it happened with uh, in Congress when they redo the the districts between Carol Maroney and uh, Nadler. Um, so this is the city council race. The difference is Ari Kagan was a Democrat. He has switched to the Republican Party. Bayridge, Dyke Heights, Bensons—this new area um, does lean a little to the right. I think uh, it's going to be interesting because there have been all these protests um, from the Palestinians, and I know some people are very upset. I wouldn't even say the Palestinians; they're pro-Hamas, and that's insane. Um, there's going to be the turnout is going to be abysmally low, so I think a lot of the the results will be determined by the turnout. Uh, who could pull the vote? And you would have to think that the incumbent from that district, the heart of that district, Bay Ridge, Justin Brandon, would have some advantage. But Ari Kagan has people like, you know, Marty Golden behind him, um, who is a very popular guy. Um, we're going to talk to Justin. You're going to hear my thoughts about that in in just a few seconds. Um, you're going to be entertained this evening by Sam Bellino and Joni. Sam Bellino's got some great Halloween music we got some great stats for you about Halloween at the end of the show. we got a little Robert De Niro news as well uh, after we speak to Tom Harris. So stay tuned. We're going to have a great Halloween hour together.
4: Love is kind of crazy with a spooky little girl like you.
5: Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605.
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, ESCO truck and equipment can help with all your equipment needs. Whether it be purchase, lease or rent the right machine to improve your business, ESCO provides a full line of link belts, excavators, light equipment from Dynapack and Chicago Pneumatic or handheld power tools from steel. ESCO parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the Feel the need apart. ESCO certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly. ESCO is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance inspections, service, and repair. Serving New York and New Jersey, call Joe E. Joe Eugenio 718-504-2600 or go online to ESCOEquipment.com That's E-S-S-C-O-Equipment.com ESCO is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month. ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company
0: in an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable. Every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer.
1: This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. For more than 30 40 years Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect and grow their assets. Subscribe to Retirement Watch and you'll get 3 months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter, 5 model portfolios, 5 free reports covering issues like estate planning and annuities to help you protect your money from the government and grow your nest egg, all for just 19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com. yourretirementwatch.com.
2: Remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, the same rationale applies to adults, too. When we're feeling good, we think everything is okay and we don't need a power of attorney or we think we don't need a healthcare proxy. We think, ah, we'll worry about that when we're older or we become sick. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or health care proxy. What happens then? Then the state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. Is that what you want? Of course not. It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know this stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years. They will help you make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. For a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer, call 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500.
0: Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com.
2: Sounds scary. No, that is that's not the sound of someone smoking through a bomb. It's actually, it's actually a little Halloween tune. I think it's called the monster monster mash. Is that correct, Sam? That Blino? is correct. He did the mash. He did all all right. Once again, happy Happy Halloween. That was a pretty interesting opening, there, Sam. You know, I loved it. <laughs> Made me think of that Beastie Boys tune when you hear the. I think it's called the the new style um, well speaking of the beastie boys and someone who knows a lot about music i mean we know him uh in Bay Ridge and Diker heights and bensonhurst uh as the uh the councilman but before that he had a lifetime in radio the council member of who represents me that would be the one and only justin brennan hello mr brennan how are you sir
6: Alrighty, good to talk to you. I thought we were having a different kind of Power Hour with the bomb
2: sound. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's my man, Sam Bolino. Before we talk about uh, government, tell us a little bit about your life in radio.
6: Sure. So I worked uh, I worked at WNEW back then. Um, Sid Rosenberg used to fetch my coffee. Um, <laughs> and, and I worked for uh, I worked for uh, a show called The Radio Chick back in the WNEW days. Um, and um, and it was a good time. I had a lot of fun there. I work. I was there, you know, up into 9/11. I was on the air during 9/11, which was just insane. Um, and I had, I always loved I always loved radio. So I love listening to your show. I'm, I'm a real old school radio guy. So I'm I'm never not listening to radio of some kind. But some stations more than others these days.
2: I, yeah, I I I feel you. I feel you. So. Um, Bay Ridge, Diker Heights, Bensonhurst, before we talk about elections and the most recent history, let me know a little bit about what your thoughts are about, you know, what's the state of the union of your councilmatic district, uh, basically on the eve of you, uh, running for reelection.
6: Sure. So look, I think, uh, I think we've gotten a lot done. There's always more we can do. Um, but you know, I've used my role as chair of the council's finance committee to, you know, bring back as much money as I could back to the district. And, you know, look, I'm a guy who I believe that taxpayers need to see a return on their investment. You know, they pay their taxes. They need to see where that money's going to. And, you know, I brought back over $250 million to my district in, uh, you know, building new public schools. We're building six new public schools. You know, District 20, you and I both went to as kids. It's still one of the highest rated public school districts in the city. It also happens to therefore be one of the most overcrowded. Um, you know, So we, we were building new schools, the parks and playgrounds. When I first got elected, I realized that some of the parks and playgrounds in Bay Ridge hadn't been renovated since I was a kid. Um, so I stepped in and we allocated almost $70 million to renovating every park, playground, basketball court. You know, So these are a lot of long-term investments that it's for the future. It's for the next generation as much as it is for uh the folks that are living here today. And look, Bay Ridge has always had a reputation for being a great place to, to live, work and raise a family and, and I wake up every day thinking about how can I how can I keep it that way.
2: Where did you uh where did you go to uh to grammar school? I went to PS one eighty five. Ah, as did I. I'm, yeah, the, cla- yeah. I'm the class of seventy nine, baby. Proud, proud yeah. of it, and and actually a bunch of us getting, <laughs> cool. but bunch of us are getting together. Oh, actually, you should know this councilman. Um, on on Saturday, December the second, we are doing yeah. an unofficial uh Bay Ridge pub crawl. Uh, it happens to be the oh. day after my birthday, so we're gonna do a little bit of that, kicking off the holiday season. We're starting at Three Jolly Pigeons, uh, heading <laughs> okay. heading heading over at sixty whatever Seventh Street, heading over to uh, the Salty Dog um okay. stopping in the poor house heading on right. over to heading on over to Pippin's and uh, maybe then round <laughs> up the evening uh with a burger at uh, the Wicked Monk so um, I love
6: it oh that sounds good man very yeah. cool very cool I uh look yeah, I yeah. love
2: the diversity of our neighborhood even though I just named yeah, all Irish yeah, yeah. pubs but um <laughs> you know part of the challenges as the representative for our community and, and you know you play such a big role as the council member um you know i i worked as a kid i worked for council member sal albanese who was so into constituent services as are you um, but part of the the challenge in our neighborhood is it is so diverse. And, you know, on Fourth Avenue, you know, we have a synagogue for the Jewish people in our neighborhood. And on Fifth Avenue, we have a mosque, um, for the Muslim people in our neighborhood. And let's face it, Bay Ridge has been in the news a lot because of uh, you know, the tragedy on on October the seventh and uh the um uh, you know the protests since then, so how is a councilman councilman who has such a diverse uh population in your constituency you know How do you kind of try to uh, cater to both people
6: sure it 's a great question i I think first and foremost you, you know in order to be uh, an effective elected you, you need to speak to everyone and make sure that everyone is being heard. Obviously, first and foremost, my priority is making sure that everyone feels safe and taking concerns seriously. So to that end, immediately, you know, after we heard the news um, on the first weekend in October, uh, we've been in touch with NYPD every single day since then to make sure that, you know, there's an increased police presence outside all of our uh, local houses of worship, our synagogues, our mosques, our churches, everything. Um, you know, look, at the end of the day, I don't do foreign policy. I get potholes filled. Um, but, I, I, you know, I worry about my relatives. I've got Jewish family living in Tel Aviv. Uh, I've always supported the right of Israel to exist as a, as a Jewish state. But like, like you said, I also represent one of the largest Palestinian communities in the country in Bay Ridge. Uh, and I support their aspiration uh, for for self determination to exist as a independent state. Obviously, right now, uh, a lot of that feels a little bit academic and distant. Um, and, and you know, look, I think it's important now that I, I don't have a strategic political answer. Right, I can only speak as as a, as a human being. I think first and foremost, you have to acknowledge the, the anger and the pain and the fear of everyday Israelis and Palestinians, both in the Middle East and here. Uh, in New York City. Uh, I think, you know, all elected officials need to uh, call out Hamas without equivocation but you also have to you know make sure you're not conflating everyday Palestinians with Hamas right you, you have to recognize that the murder of an innocent Palestinian civilians is as atrocious as the murder of innocent Jewish civilians and um, I think being able to say that is not uh, uh, courageous uh, nor is it cowardly it makes you a human being so I think you have to call out Hamas you have to uh, call you know Pray for peace and call for de-escalation, um, but, but you have to also understand that you have to focus, really, I think, on the international community, you know, doing what it can to protect innocent people on both sides of this conflict. Because I don't think it's a, a false equivalency to acknowledge that Israelis and Palestinians are people just like you and me; they're you know, human beings with. And dreams and fears, and first and foremost, you know, look, I say this, elected officials, local elected officials, your local city council member, you can't make things better 6,000 miles away in Gaza, but you certainly have the power not to make things worse here in the city of New York. So you need to make sure that people feel safe and heard, and you need to do everything you can to try to bring people together, because tensions are high, uh, and as tensions are inflamed um, you know, in Gaza, it, it can get worse. So you've got to step Up, you got to be a leader, and you and you have to you have to call out hate of all kinds. You have to call out anti semitism. You have to call out Islamophobia. You can't pick and choose. You have to show that you're there for everybody, uh, and that first and foremost, you're you're worried about your constituents.
2: The um, I I really appreciate that answer. Uh, It was very well thought out. Um, The protest that took place was it last weekend or the weekend before. Uh, I think it was the weekend before it got a little it got a little wild. I mean, there was almost, I think, 19 people who were arrested. Talk a little bit about the job and how difficult it is for the NYPD under these circumstances.
6: Sure. I mean, first and foremost, you know, we'll we'll get phone calls like, you know, why did you allow a protest or why couldn't you stop a protest? And that's not how it works. Right. Protest is allowed. Um, in the Constitution, you're allowed to protest. Obviously, I would never support any kind of violent protest. You you, you want to support peaceful protests? It's it's your right as as an, as a citizen. Um, you know, look the rally uh, last weekend or the weekend before. There's was probably six hours of, of, of peaceful demonstration. Um, at the end, things definitely unraveled. Um, but, it, but for most of the day, I wasn't there, but from what I saw, what I heard from people who were there, most of the day it was peaceful. However, you have a couple of people who are holding signs that say, you know, death to Israel and all this, you know, just divisive, insane, hateful stuff. And that has to be called out, too. But I think you have to be smart about it, because Palestinians who... Uh, you know, uh, feel very, very strongly, obviously, because they have family back home and they're scared and they're angry, have every right to make their voices heard. But you have to call out anti-Semitism, just like I would call out Islamophobia. And it's really not that hard to do. You know, this isn't a football game. You have to acknowledge that there are human beings on both sides of this conflict, um, but but you don't want things to get ugly. You're not gonna you're not gonna accept any kind of a uh, violent or hateful rhetoric cause on either side, uh, and you got to be able to call it out. But if people want to protest and keep it peaceful. That's, that's your right as an American. No, I, I get it. You, you that, that is, yeah.
2: Yeah. that is the American way. And Justin, let, let's be clear. You, you, since you're the one who said it, you know, you're in charge of fixing potholes, not sending foreign policy here right. in the city of right. New York. Right. Um, right. but I, you know, Thank God. I, and, Thank and God. I, I just need to make, you know, my position crystal clear. You know, people standing in Times Square screaming, you know, kill the Jews, gas the Jews. You know, there's just, in my world, there's, there's no room for that. They, they're they entitled to say it. You're entitled to be a moron. I mean, that's the beautiful part exactly. of America. You're entitled yeah. to be a moron. You're entitled to say horrible things. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean you're going to be applauded for it. You're going to be called out for being a no, jackass. Anything,
6: right. Any, exactly. And I think you have... You know, when when people come to any kind of protest or rally with their own agenda, where most of the people are calling for one thing, and then you have a couple of people who are just saying this really awful anti-Semitic stuff, you got to call it out. You have to call it out, but you have to do it in a way that acknowledges that you're not going to stand for it, but also for the people that came here for a different reason, you can't paint them with the, with the same brush. However, like you said, you got to be strong. We're we're not going to call out. Uh, we're not going to allow uh, people to 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 spew that kind of rhetoric. It, it's wrong. It's divisive. It's hateful. It's scary for people for Jews living in New York, um, and and you got to call it out.
2: I I, I, I I I'll end with this this topic, Brian. I, I never thought, Justin, I, I would see that in New York City, where there's more Jewish people than you know than the than there are uh, I think anywhere else in the world except Israel. Let me just change gears because I know you have got to go and and. Sure. Be a be be a council member, um, <laughs> just just tell people your role as the finance chair, and which I would assume we would continue on uh, if you're reelected. Um, the benefits it has for your constituency that you are in the leadership of city government.
6: It's a great question. So, I, as the finance chair, I oversee the the country's largest municipal budget. So every year. Uh, You know, we negotiate the budget with with the mayor's side, and I lead those negotiations, obviously, uh, under the leadership of the Speaker. Uh, And we have, you know, dozens and dozens of hearings that that add up into... Hundred hours of hearings of, of of testimony from the agencies, from the people, and and the way it you know it helps the district that you represent is because obviously I mean look I'm an Attleboro guy I'm always going to see the world through that lens and also I'm going to make sure that that my district has what it needs you know obviously we have to be equitable and make sure that every district has what it has what it needs um, but obviously I, I think you know I'm always going to prioritize uh, the concerns of my own district because that's my job so having your local elected official be uh, in leadership in the city council, look, it, it helps because if you come to me with a problem, chances are I'm going to be able to help you out because when, when I call people, they answer my, they answer my phone calls. So that's a power that, you know, it, it doesn't, I still get paid the same amount. So it's not about my own personal power. It's that I want people to use that power. I want people to say, look, my local councilman is the chair of the finance committee. That means we should be able to get X, Y, and Z. And they're damn right. They should be able to get that. So I want to empower people. Uh, by by them appreciating the fact that their that their local councilman is the chair of the finance committee and what does that mean for the district i want to prove to people what it means
2: all right justin brannon the uh the voting booths are open so um he is uh you know he is the person who uh, i will be going in to vote for when Ever I get in there to vote. It's, it's weird for me. I'm still old school. Like, election day is election day. It's not like election week. Yeah, me week. too. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> superstitious,
6: too. I don't vote until election day. So. Um, happy I said, Halloween. I said you can vote. You too, brother. You Are, you,
2: tr- are you trick-or-treating, uh, Justin, or...? I mean, I knock
6: on doors, so trick-or-treating and canvassing is very similar. You know, I've been, right. knocked, and, I've been trick-or-treating for six months.
2: So. And you don't, you don't really need to put on a costume. You just roll up your sleeves and show those tattoos <laughs> to everybody, and that'll be your costume.
6: Exactly, exactly.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, city councilman Justin Brennan, my councilman, the chief of the finance committee, and uh, candidate for re-election, so get out there and vote. Justin, thank you very much. Thanks for finding the time. I appreciate it.
6: Right on, Arthur. Always a pleasure.
2: Thank you. All right, folks, it is the bottom of the hour. We're going to come back with a little Times Square Tuesday with Tom Harris. Don't go away. We'll be right back. The spell on you. Because.
1: If you're just jetting around looking for something to do tonight at 7, look no further. Come travel with us. Travel Tuesday. Linda Perillo, Kevin McCullough talking all the big travel news of the day. And we hope you'll join us. It'll be a fun trip.
0: Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news. What's coming up on the radio. Thoughts from our hosts. Deals from our advertisers. And more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on. Tweet with
2: us. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. FazTech Industries helps you with all your construction and demolition and weekly waste removal needs. Roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, garage cleanouts, and construction and demolition debris. Specializing in removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt throughout all five boroughs in New Jersey. Rear-load trash containers from 1 to 10 yards. Compactors from 25 to 40 yards. Number one supplier of recycled product. Wholesaler of Virgin quarry materials from Bluestone and Sand to Belgium Block. Provider of roll-off containers. Providing Staten Island businesses weekly trash removal and recycling pickups. Number one private employer on Staten Island. So, call today and ask for Joe C at 718-494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. FazTechIndustries.com F-A-Z-T-E-C I-N-D.com FazTech is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month. A DeFazio company.
1: Stop overpaying for wireless. There is a better way. PureTalk saves the average family about $1,000 a year on the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword, spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say, spend less, and make the switch to Pure Talk today.
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala. For over 75 years, the Columbus Citizens Foundation has promoted Italian-American culture and heritage and has provided thousands of scholarships to talented Italian-American students who need support to achieve their academic dreams. These scholarships enrich the lives of the rising generation who are destined to be our future leaders. Help make a difference in someone's life today. You can help Columbus Citizens Foundation by visiting www.ColumbusCitizens.org. These extraordinary students inspire us every day. Their leadership, passion, and pride in their heritage is a winning combination. The scholarships offer them a chance to achieve their goals and be engaged members of their communities. Columbus Citizens Foundation brings the Columbus Day Parade to New York City every year, and you can help them bring a quality education to Italian-American students in need by donating today. Visit their site at www.ColumbusCitizens.org.
7: My name is Imran Ansari and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala Bertuna & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. Have you been injured in a construction site accident? Have you fallen from a scaffold, ladder, or height while on the work site? If the answer is yes, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. In most cases, the law in New York favors you as the plaintiff if injured in a fall while working on someone else's property. It is important why don't you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected? Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We're always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Cammons at 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at IdallaLaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you.
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's back to school season and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. And the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. D-U. Listen to
0: us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
1: We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour.
8: They're creepy and they're cookie. Well, Mysterious. There are next
2: Now, good friends. the guy who turned me on to a museum. great shoeshine guy here we in the neighborhood, the one, the, the only, only on Tuesday, it's Tom Harris, president of the Times Square Alliance. So, Tom, if you're going to be one person in the Adams family, who would you want to be?
8: Well, I know that you're going to be Uncle Fester tonight, so I think that I would be
2: um, Gomez. Okay, well, good for you. You get to kiss Morticia's arm like that when she speaks French. <laughs>
8: well, you didn't think I was going to say Pugsley. That would have been too easy.
2: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. By the way, I've been to the shoeshine guy, I think, three times since I've seen you. So you, and then one of the guys at my firm is, I'm turning him on to it. So that guy owes you a free shine at the very least. Uh, uh, that's all right. I hope he does well. You can't
8: find a good shine in, in Midtown anymore.
2: Um, believe me, I'm with you. Another another victim of COVID. How's things going in Times Square, Tom?
8: We're doing great. You know, today's Halloween and, you know, a lot of attention is in the village. But Times Square is not going to be outdone. Today, uh, we announced that our partnership with Wonderama, we're gonna we're gonna have a kids' Halloween parade next year for children's and, and families. So we're gonna try to pull that off over the next three hundred and sixty four days. Uh we have a great We love New York City sculpture in Times Square, which I would love for you to come and take a picture with. It's really been a hit. We unveiled it last week with the mayor, and uh, it's been a constant line of people taking selfies. And until Thursday, we have Day of the Dead sculptures in Times Square in the pedestrian plaza between 45th and 46th. So that's a partnership with the... Yadonis Rodriguez, Commissioner Rodriguez at the Department of Transportation. So lot's going on
2: in Times Square. That's great. Well, I think something real big is going on in Times Square because uh, you were nice enough to bring us uh, in with another guest. Um, The new Toro University Graduate School of Business is now in your district, Tom Harris. I believe it's located at three Times Square. And uh, I believe we have Professor Charles Priolo on the line. He is a highly experienced human resources professional, and in his current role at Toro, he is an adjunct professor of human resource management and also carries out other responsibilities for the university, making it the best that it could be, located in Times Square. Professor Priolo, it's Arthur Idala. Welcome to the Power Hour.
9: Thank you very much, Arthur. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Um, I'm very, very happy to be here, and I'm very excited to tell you that Chilwell University Graduate School of Business is absolutely ecstatic to be in its new state-of-the-art facility. As you said, we're located at Three Times Square. The Graduate School of Business is on the 10th floor of that building. And we offer some very, very uh, exciting and very innovative uh, programs. Uh, We're doing an, an MBA degree with specializations in about six or seven different areas such as entrepreneurship and forensic accounting, general management, healthcare management, HR management, international business, finance, and marketing. We're also running a Master of Science degree, an MS degree, and that's in accounting, healthcare management, human resource management and International Business Finance. In addition to those programs, we are running what we call the Advanced Certificate Program. If you don't have the time or the financial resources, for example, or you just want to take a couple of courses to get a better handle and help you uh, develop your career a little bit more, we also do Advanced Certificate Programs in healthcare management, HR management, real estate entrepreneurship, and a very exciting new one, which is not for profit management. And lastly, we're also doing a certification course and a recertification uh, credit based course for the SHRM prep and the SHRM um, SCP certification and recertification. SHRM is the Society for Human Resources Management. And this is an extremely important credential that human resources professionals need nowadays. Um, So we're offering all of these different programs, the MBA, the MS, and the various subjects and disciplines. I just mentioned the advanced certificates, the SHRM prep and, uh, and, and recertification, and our newest venture. Very, very excited about this and very pleased To inform you, we have now established a corporate training seminars program, and this is a program that we're gonna be contacting employers and companies all over the United States, not only in New York, but all over the United States, to see if they may have need of having their employees trained in areas such as leadership, Effective management, dealing with change. Professor Priolo, can I can I send
2: some of the lawyers in my can I send some of the lawyers in my law firm over that so you could train them? You can and, uh, send
9: whoever you <laughs> want. It's my pleasure. Managing um, teams, dealing with the elephant in the room, all kinds of training. In addition to those, we can custom design any kind of training program that a company might need. So, Charles, let and me, Professor Priolo, let me ask you this question: uh, sure. Why
2: Times Square?
9: Why not Times Square? It's the center of the university, Charles. It's a great, great location to be in. And it is, it, I I really, you know, I'm a born and raised New Yorker, and I am just ecstatic to be here. I'm happy to be working here. I'm happy to be working yeah. with Turo University Graduate School of Business. Uh We're doing a lot of great things for education and for the uh People of New York, we have students from all over the world. We have about dozens and dozens and dozens of countries, students from so many countries from all over the world, as well as people from all over the United States, and obviously people from all over New York. So it's a very exciting place to be. Professor Priola, where did you grow up? I up, I I was born and raised. Grew up on 9th Street between 1st and 2nd Avenue, now known, then known as the Lower East Side, now known as the East Village. About three blocks away from the wonderful Fillmore East. A lot of great memories there.
2: So, Tom, Tom, Tom Harris, the president of the Times Square Alliance, get, give me your thoughts about having an institution as esteemed as uh, Toro's Graduate School of Business join in the fold look,
8: I think it's, it's fantastic. Uh, Toro, we're, we're so excited that they joined our family in times square and that's what times square is a family. There's something for everyone there. We're excited to have the students in the building as, as, as we sort of come out of this pandemic, there've been different uses for offices. Everyone's not there five days a week. This was a fantastic use of a, of a great building in times square. We all need to be lifelong learners if we want to stay relevant. And as you get older, you realize that uh, how little you know. And like Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. So something for everyone, including an education.
2: All right. Well, there you have it, folks. You have... uh Professor Priolo of the brand new resident of Times Square, uh Toro University Graduate Graduate School of Business, you have the one and only uh Tom Harris of the Times Square Alliance. Happy Halloween to both of you. Welcome to the neighborhood, uh professor. I'm right down the block. And uh enjoy the trick or treating tonight. Uh and uh you know, Tom, just be careful. Don't don't get in trouble out there. I know you like to be a little mischievous. <laughs> Thank you very much, Arthur. Thanks, Charles. Okay, Professor. Thanks, Welcome please. to the thank Hood. You, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right, folks, we are going to uh, we're going to take a break. We got a short segment for. It. We'll have a little bit of Halloween fun. I got Joni. I got Cebilia. Not Cebilia. The other one, the good looking one, Sam Bellino. Sam Thank you, Sam Bellino. And uh, we, you know, we'll talk about what our little Halloween plans are. Don't go away. We'll be right back. One-eyed, one-horned,
1: flying purple people
8: strange to me.
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback ReadyBix. New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier proudly located on Staten Island. Providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey, the Diamondback ReadyBix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring fully Insured in New York and New Jersey and will produce your concrete with durability, strength and appearance for your project. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649 or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix, That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month. the defazio company. Hi, it's Arthur Idala and Bayridge Honda is kicking off October's spooky season with scary savings so low you'll scream. Bay Ridge Honda is your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs. You can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles like the all-new Honda Civic, CR-V, and HR-V ready for you to drive home today, and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, receive 50 dollars when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't buy a car from Bay Ridge Honda, they want to buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer.
2: Busters, there we go. Now I'm feeling like the '80s. Uh, you know, I'm reading stuff like the '80s. Um, I'm reading about uh, De Niro, Robert De Niro, on the on the stand today in, in federal court. Uh, I mean, look, he's getting he's getting sued by his his former assistant, and one of the things that happened apparently today was. Uh, he admitted that he asked her to scratch his back. Okay, Joan. Now, I don't believe uh, I've ever asked you to scratch my back. But hypothetically. I'll call Marianne first. I, okay. I'll <laughs> ask her
4: permission. If now, you got an itch, I'll scratch your back. It's not going to. I promise I will never sue you. Okay. I'm saying it out loud.
2: Sam Bellino, you know, you know that, that <laughs> scene in, in Pulp Fiction where they talk about, uh, Uma Thurman, Marcellus Wallace's wife, and they threw a guy out the window because he gave her a foot massage. Yes, <laughs> right. And whether a foot massage is it's sexual or it's not sexual is a back scratch sexual.
3: No. Uh, it's one person touching another person that's not your significant other. Yeah, it's a, there's a line that's been drawn there. This it's sexual. I wouldn't say sexual, but you shouldn't be touching another person that's not. Your significant okay, other, like you, could hand him a back scratcher or even a hanger.
2: Well, that's what this is all about.
3: Like, in other words, he didn't use that back scratcher. He was
2: in. now, you know, I, I don't know enough about this case. My guess is his assistant didn't exactly get paid AM nine seventy AM <laughs> the answer wages. Um, she probably got paid pretty well. And look, I am not if, if he asked her to do something that's blatantly sexual. You know, that's one thing. But like, can you come over and scratch my back? I have no problem telling you without uh, Marianne's uh, permission, my secretary of 25 years, Danita, when I've been stressed out on her own, she's like, I'm coming back and giving you a massage. And she just rubs my shoulders for a minute or two. And she does a great job of it. Um, Now, she's volunteered it. Although, no, I've probably asked her to. Like twenty five years, we've been through thick and thin, the most stressful times and all. It's like your sister. Yeah, as like, give me a break. <laughs> um, we have just a couple of minutes left. I just want your thoughts on Halloween. Sam are you a Halloween guy? You into it? Uh, not into I mean, it?
3: I'm I'm a father of a four year old, so yes, I'm into Halloween. My daughter was dressed up. But as... what about you? Is it a big
2: thing for you?
3: Um, uh, no. I mean, I, I look forward to the half price candy that's going, going to be happening tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> You haven't into doing the
2: eggs and shaving cream thing at
3: all? No, no. I was not that mischievous growing up in Brooklyn. I I mean, I wish I were, but uh, they used (laughs) to throw eggs back in the day when I was going to school, but I wasn't involved in anything like that, no. What's your favorite
4: candy, Sambolino?
3: I love a good uh, Kit Kat bar.
4: Oh, okay. And Arthur, what's yours?
2: If I, um, My twist of my arm, I'm just going to go with the old standby with the Snickers.
4: A Snickers? Uh, mine is a Twix. I, I want love the Twix more. and the Hershey's. Do you
2: know that New York is home to the world's largest Halloween parade? Yes. And that the word witch comes from the old English "wiss," meaning wise woman. In Ireland, where Halloween originated, people celebrate by setting off fireworks. Americans spend more than $100 each on their Halloween costumes. In Germany, it's tradition for people to hide their knives on Halloween night. People originally carved turnips instead of pumpkins. Americans used to celebrate the holiday by sending Halloween cards. Scarecrows symbolize the ancient agricultural roots of the holiday. Pumpkins are classified as a fruit, not a vegetable. It's because they have seeds. Arthur told me that the other night. Halloween originated from an ancient Celtic festival. Irish in- immigrants brought Halloween to the U.S. Jack-o'-lanterns were inspired by an Irish legend. Trick-or-treating has existed since medieval times. Candy wasn't given out to trick-or-treaters until the 1950s. Approximately 46% of Americans plan to make a jack-o'-lantern in 2023. You know, I did not make a jack-o'-lantern. We I have did. pumpkins all over my house. I'll we have plastic picture. jack-o'-lanterns. But, uh, Joan, did you do anything? Did you do the Halloween thing? Yeah, or, we
4: did a big uh, pumpkin carving. No, did you my, do like a, owl, a
2: costume thing?
4: Oh, yeah. How, how, okay, who I are was you? I going to curse on the air. I was hippie Barbie with a pink <laughs> wig. It okay. was really cool.
2: I was Super Mario.
4: Were you? And As, you looked cute. At the I bet. Christian
2: J. Santo uh, Foundation. And what
4: was Marianne?
2: She was Luigi. And what so was Little Arthur? He's, a little, he's Super Mario. Little, and what about Luca? Right. Uh, Luca is uh, Marty McFly from I um, Love It Back to the Future. All right, folks. Happy Tuesday night. Happy Halloween. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
8: The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC